December 29th, I was on my way to Florida because a whole bunch of puppies were about, or, you know, about to be wolf dog puppies, about to be born in the wild. Um, storms kind of, the hurricane or a storm was kind of, I forget, you know, which, what it was, tropical storm, whatever. Um, and uh, so we're like, okay, well, let's go get that mother. She's on the loose, by the way. So she's not just in some cage or anything. So, um, so we're like, all right, well, I'll come down. It was this big thing. Supposedly she was a, a rescue um, and she just lost control of the situation. Um, she was a breeder and she had totally lost control of the situation because she couldn't keep any of the, the wolf dogs in cages. So they were all over her property. What I thought was 11 ended up being like 40, uh, 50. And so, wow. um, so um, uh, we went back, the whole team. Like I was just like everybody. And, um, and then what happens? Like it catches on fire, not our property, but the whole surrounding area. Welcome to the Colorado Springs Business Podcast, where we discuss business principles and provide real-life insight into the lives of everyday business owners and entrepreneurs. If you're watching on YouTube, make sure to subscribe or leave a review wherever you might be listening. Now, let's talk business. All right, welcome back to the COS Business Podcast. We have Drew Robertson today on the show from Mattersville. Howdy, howdy. He's a good buddy of mine. We've been friends for quite some time now, I think over four years now. Golly, yeah. that's yeah, crazy, that man. Been, it is crazy. That's, uh, I mean, a lot has happened since then. It's A lot has happened. For a lot of our viewers who don't know you, and I know you've been on the show before, but like, just kind of give everybody like a background of who you are and a little bit more about Mattersville. Um, well, you know, I'm just a normal, normal individual like anybody else. Um, grew up in Jacksonville Beach, Florida. Um, normal group of friends, everything. But uh, I had a particular friend that, uh, you know, again, we were. He was a, a very close part of our inner circle, you know, and. Uh, um, became one of you know lifelong best friend really one of them and um, we uh, we um, saw him off to the Marine Corps um, and uh, um, back in 2013 you know years after his uh, discharge um, he had been struggling with PTSD and um, you know and just uh, it led to other things you know um, that uh, that just took his mental health in a, in a bad direction and uh, we ended up losing him to PTSD suicide in 2013 so um, you know, um, kind of like your, your, your old saying, you know, um, turn your, turn your message into a message. And, you know, I, I spent my time, uh, for a couple years depressed in a depression and decided to, um, you know, um, turn it around for myself, um, by, you know, putting my, my thoughts and my efforts into, um, writing up some programs that might help veterans like Randy, um, overcome, you know, overcome those things by having, you know, things to do, repurposing the mind, repurposing your time, um, you know, um, creating new settings, you know, um, and then putting your, putting people in a community that's, that's got that same, um, drive and compassion for others that are, are trying to do the same for themselves. So, um, and it, it just kind of, uh, you know, turned, went from a, went from an idea to a plan and a plan to a, to an action and, and we're where we are now, three, three fully functional locations in three different states. Um, I actually uh, just got word two days ago, and I didn't even tell you about this yet, but um, we're about to close on a final deal where we will own our Colorado property outright, as well as um, the owner of the property who's donating it to us um, would like us to take the money that we were going to use to buy the property and to purchase another property in North Carolina where we will open our fourth location. And uh, he wants to be, uh, he believes in it so much, not only to help us acquire the land here that he wants to 
come in to be a part of the mission and be a director and an off-grid you know coach and everything to veterans as well so it's uh it's pretty cool that uh we've come that far and he saw you know even as a donor of, of property you know and and uh long-term leases what we originally had um and and saying you know this needs to we, we you know he sees what's been done and, and wanted to make it um, right and you know the place was a mess I mean we we did more work than the property was worth and to see him see that value uh, meant a lot I feel like that was kind of a just a few days ago was a, a mental turning point for me because for somebody to to look past their own greed and their own you know look, look past greed and, and and their own self-interest and see that you know what everybody put into it is is you know needs to remain in that care and and, and the group is is phenomenal um, which is, you know, was what we were raising money for, you know, um, to, to get that property and to keep it and to make sure that it never, you know, um, got taken away. Because, you know, with the whole agreement, it was what it was worth at the time when we started and fixing it up and everything else. And, and again, when we finally got there to, to have the money, it was, it was nice to know that now we can put it into growth. Yeah. Um, so yeah. tell us a little bit more. Let's peel it back a little bit more and talk about Mattersville and what it is. So you have, again, you just, you're gonna, there's a possibility again for a fourth location, which is super exciting. Mm -hmm. But for the viewers who don't know, tell us more about like the locations and sure. gosh, I mean, there's so much to even talk about with that, right? Like all the skills can be anything, right? Right. Like, well, you know, everybody's favorite is the wolves, right? Um, we, we rescue and rehab wolves and wolf dogs with the veterans. The veterans actually go on these these big missions with me. I mean, we'll go across the country. We've been to Alaska, um, you know, pulling hybrids out of uh, you know Alaska to to help fish and game out, and um, you know, just all, ev everywhere. And so um, now these wolves and wolf dogs are often abused, neglected. Um, you know, sometimes they just come from a, a home that's not allowed to have them, um, and and those are usually the good rescues, the ones that were like, okay, we're not. We're not picking up a, a mess or a monster or something that's you know like going to need this tremendous amount of rehab. You know, mm -hmm. we'll we'll run across the um, you know, but we we do um, you know um, come across some pretty sad cases as well. You know, um, five days ago, six days ago, we uh, uh, went to a fire um, that uh, the owner was unfortunately lost the fire. Um, his name was Wolfman Greg, and we were um, we were we were lucky to have rounded up all of his wolf dogs that uh, had escaped from the um, through holes in the fire damage, where because the fire almost burned up the the dogs as well. Um, and uh, yeah, we we were managed to round them up and and get all that handled, and um, we're still working on it, getting the animals from the Humane Society and things like that. But um, all the veterans that were here at our Colorado property were all dispatched to go help with the fire rescue and. We didn't know, but you know, we were we were rolling up on a scene that just happened. Like the fire department was like dousing the final flames when we pulled up, and we wow. were like, we were thinking we were showing up like days after a scene, you know, go round up the dogs if we can find them type of. It was like no, it was it was it was new, um, and it was a pretty pretty traumatic uh, scene for anybody that would have known him, um, even for people that didn't. Um, it was uh, so for the dogs, you know, what they just went through was was tremendous, and and our veterans um, who str struggle with trauma and suffer, you know, PTSD, um, they get really compassionate for those animals because they can immediate, immediately relate to um, an animal that just went through something as traumatic and tremendous as as loss and and loss of their home and, and needing to be relocated. And so the veterans are, are the most 
um, equipped to, to um, pour that empathy out onto the animals and, and put it into, you know, a pure kind of love that, that, you know, allows those animals to feel safe and trusted and, and, and uh, you know, um, and allow the people into their, the new, these new people into their lives that are not their, their deceased owner, you know. So um, it's, uh, it's really cool. I mean, um, the, the veterans, um, you know, you wouldn't know that they'd been through what they went through when they're on the scene because they're very collected they, you know, um, they know how to compose themselves in those scenes and, and you know, kind of keep the emotion out of it. And they're trained to, to handle a lot of uh, that stuff. So it was cool to see that the way that they can hop in and out of that element. And um, and and um, and it shows what what kind of uh, resilience and strength they build up as they combat their own PTSD because if you know these these aftermath scenes and stuff can can roll off their back it you know it really helps you kind of see like man they must have already overcome some serious demons to be able to you know um, to get back to their you know normal days after a scene like that because I couldn't you know I certainly couldn't as a civilian you know somebody that that hasn't you know um, gone through the same types of trauma um, it's again it's impressive you know so it's it's a um, i remember being out the other the other day and having having a um you know in, in the sad scene having some sense of pride of uh, uh, watching them and uh jen one of our veteran participants getting down low doing what she's trained you know knowing not to intimidate the dogs this dog's freaked out you know i'm trapped basically and and uh you know she's trying to get a leash on this wolf dog you know that has no idea who she is and why we're all after it and um you know she did everything she needed to do and and again um she followed instructions so well that that dog just i mean practically walked out willingly on a leash with her after this whole situation and and again, like, I don't know other people that, that can, you know, get on that mental level so quickly, except for like our, our, you know, trained armed forces. So it's pretty neat. And now we're word from our sponsors. Before we get on with the show, we'd like to thank our sponsors. Planet Duct. Duct. Planet Duct? Planet Duct. Planet Duct's our sponsor? Yeah, who's Planet <laughs> Duct? Planet Duct, well, they're an air duct cleaning company here in Colorado Springs. They have the most powerful air duct cleaning in the universe. Definitely. And they're also our oldest sponsor. We love you. Brandon yes. Kirk. Brandon Kirk with Planet Ducks, oldest sponsor. He's been sponsoring since day one. And he's been he without Brandon, this show probably would not be here. You know why I love? What do you love? I love the People's Tiny House Festival. What's oh, the People's yeah. Tiny House Festival, Andrew? <laughs> People's Tiny House Festival is an event where people come together around tiny houses. Really? Yes. Just around them. <laughs> yes. They walk there, you know, they 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 walk around, they look at the tiny houses, they have fun, they check out all the other vendors, there's nice food, there's activities, and it's at the Rancher Events Complex in Loveland, Colorado. Hey, July. that's pretty good. July 8th and 9th <laughs> at the Ranch Events Complex, like he said, in Loveland, Colorado. Come visit it. Full display of tiny living. There's going to be vans there as well, Get bus conversions tickets. as well. Get your tickets online at peoplestinyhousefestival.com slash tickets. Slash tickets. Dude, I am so hungry right now. You know what I can go for right now? Well, yeah, well, I'm Latino, so thanks for saying that. But also, <laughs> El Super Taco. Yeah, tell us a little bit about El Super Taco. Well, they are a really cool place. Cut. Or <laughs> 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 keep it in. I don't know. I love El Super Taco. It's, it's, a, it's a great Colorado Springs founded company. They have like six locations, two of them in different states, one of them in a different country. It's, it's awesome. They do a really great, great job on producing. Uh, some amazing food, fresh produce, 
and yeah. What's your favorite thing there? My favorite thing there? I don't have a favorite thing because I am different every time. I try to change it up. I'll, I'll even tell tell the, the person that's working, just give me what you like. I'll have what you're having. All right. <laughs> El Super Taco. Check them out, guys. All right, man. Well, one thing that I'm not is a handyman, okay? But one thing that I do know is if you are a handyman, you have tools, we have this great sponsor named Power Tool Safe. Tell us a little bit about them. Power Tool Stay Safe is a tool that allows you to keep track of your tools, but it also is building a community around uh, of, around awareness around theft to help the community come together to help prevent this theft that is a major problem in the world right now. Yes, There's I, a lot of major problems in the world, but this is one of them, and this thing helps solve that one major problem. Awesome. <laughs> that sounds great. Yeah. <laughs> Recon Marketing. You, got, you see this hat right here? I think you have a couple hats right there. It's uh, my business I co-own with uh, my business partner, Brett Curley. It's a full digital marketing agency here in Colorado. We serve everywhere in Colorado along with like the surrounding states as of right now, but we offer social media management, SEO, paid search, paid social, and we also have got into the web design lane as well. And then... With our social media management, we get to work with amazing videographers and photographers like Mr. Andrew right here. Yes, and uh, that is a good segue into the next sponsor, which would be Veeam Visuals. (laughs) And Veeam Visuals is a company that produces videos for visuals, actually. I think, you know how like uh, gutter, like uh, construction companies, they'll be like siding, roofing plus siding. I think I may add an extension to my my name. I don't know yet, but it may be Veeam Visuals plus graphics. Or something like that, you know. Like, I think I think I might add that in there because we are doing more graphic stuff, like graphic design and just visuals. It's still all visuals. So yeah, we produce visuals for companies and uh, mainly marketing materials, but we do events, videos for events. Um, any kind of vision that you have that you want on video, just reach out and we'll see if it's the right fit or not. Absolutely, he is the best. Especially if you want, it, you have a vision, you want it to come alive, want to storyboard it, anything like that. Talk to Andrew; he's the best. So reach out to Vehemen Visuals. Yes storyboard and i'm glad you said that but yeah that's uh yeah we, we plan out we plan it out and we'll get back to the show now with uh who, who we have on today we had drew robertson drew robertson yes gonna talk about more of them wolf dogs veterans <laughs> <laughs> veterans veterans veterinarians yep no probably those two actually <laughs> some of the wolf dogs <laughs> all right well let's get back to the show man all right <laughs> <laughs> I think we just do that the, the close. And then did you want to do an outro or is that the outro? Let's do the outro. Okay. So how how do you want to do it? Do you want to do an intro? We could. We could intro we can start doing intros for the guest. Like a like um Lex type of style you're saying? Yeah. Like yeah. The following is Nah, we'll just do it with the hook. Let's stick stick with the hook. Let's stick with our format right now. We don't need to extra add things or convolute things. But let's this this outro right here, um Edgar is going to be an outro that we're going to use reuse uh, okay so this is like the, the outro like 10 20 episodes or whatever you know so we could just say like thanks thanks for watching the episode go ahead like if you want more information or you want to keep you know getting more of these episodes follow us on mm-hmm. we need to have an insertation insertation an insert too where we uh like in the middle of the episode where we just like while we're recording we need to we, I, I should be pausing this right now because this isn't for the video but while we're recording the episode, we need to remember to, to stop looking at the camera and tell people to like and subscribe. That, that, that is just an awesome thing. I think it's really great. And, you know, it's you do it yeah. while you're recording. You know, and it's usually you, you can do it in a fun and creative way, like some kind of maybe something the guest says that you could segue onto it. Or, or about just, just we just have to remember at least once during an episode 
to, to look at the camera and do that. That's going to be huge. I think that's that's important. I, if, as a YouTuber, as someone who wants to grow a YouTube channel, that's important. But yeah, that's how to throw this uh, show. I'll throw it to you again. It's so crazy, man. And I don't know if we've, ta- we've talked a lot about it at the festival. Um, but like our relationship runs really deep. Mm-hmm. Um, we've only known each other for four years, but... It's kind of interesting. We met through um, one of the executive directors of the festival, Stacy. Mm-hmm. She's like, "Hey, you gotta meet this guy. He's Stacey's awesome. By he's, the way. he's a man on a mission. Back then, he didn't, he didn't have a property or anything, mm-hmm. and like we connected at a at a home expo show, mm-hmm. and like you were telling me your story about your best friend passing, also mm-hmm. a marine, PTSD, mm-hmm. suicide, same story for me, mm-hmm. and then like it became like a big part of like the tiny house festival, the people's right. tiny house festival, and. It's been so great like to see the presentations on stage. We do a Paul Wedgwood Award based off yeah. of my best friend who passed, um, and it's honoring a veteran in the community um, that represents courage and strength and character. And it's just been like such a beautiful, like kind of like co-hosting that award with mm-hmm. you. Um, it's I don't think many people realize like how much you've been through to make this vision come alive. I mean, just from the first property alone, talk about like <laughs> when he first found the property, like hmm. all the efforts that took just to put it into place. It was insane. Yeah. Uh, it was trashed. I mean, so, um, the original owner, um, had, uh, trusted the property to some people. I call them the squatters. Um, since they, you know, I guess by law, that wouldn't be the necessary definition because one of them was originally let onto the property to, to maintain it and didn't do such a job. Um, but uh, they, they put all these squatter hovels everywhere, little, they call them cabins and, you know, um, different places. The county was all over it. Um, you know, the second they heard that we were there on the property, which is, this is really funny because, I mean, they, they couldn't have been showing up for the last five years. The moment we showed up on the property and we're telling people we've already, oh, we've removed 50,000 pounds of construction waste from this property so far, all of a sudden the zoning departments come and they're asking us for money and asking us for permits on everything that had been done there and I'm like we're just leasing you know like what are you you know what are you talking I mean just I mean they were down my throat so fast um, I actually kicked the zoning uh, department director off the property one time because I was like you got you, you you're just harassing me you know at this point I'm cleaning trash and you're harassing me I was like you didn't have a problem with the people that trash this place and now I'm getting it done and you're gonna you know jump down our throats and I was like you're messing with veteran housing you're messing with our operations we're a nonprofit I was like dude if it comes down to it i have no problem you know selling you up the river when it comes to optics i will i will show the county that the county is what's preventing the county from staying clean and you know so if you want to you know and, and not only that i mean what we're going to get homeless off the streets you don't like that either you know it was it was really weird that they were kind of coming at us like that but um since then you know since we started it's now 285,000 pounds of waste that we've hauled off to the dump <laughs> Um, and we had to do it ourselves. There's no trash service in the middle of the mountains, you know, of, of uh, you know, Douglas County. Um, there's, um, you know, it's just too far for, for those kinds of services. So we're literally doing this on an ATV trailer, you know, loading up everything that we can, throwing a tarp on it and just kind of. What is the like, waste? Um, it's rotten plywood, rotten wood. Um, bleachers from a a middle school so a whole bunch of stuff that was won in a salvage auction right like Mm -hmm. just like he would win all these ridiculous salvage auctions one piece of waste that's still there which we fixed is a giant thirty thousand pound c dot plow and dump truck like a full 
One. Nice. We got you guys it. Fixed it up? Yeah, we got it. We got it. Well, we got it running. I wouldn't okay. say we fixed it up. I mean, it, <laughs> it works. It starts. It stops. Sounds I mean, good. the horn works, which is cool. Like, yeah. um, but best of all, the brakes work. So yeah, yeah, uh, we'll be able to get it down the hill eventually. Um, everybody's too terrified to actually um, be the ones to take it down the hill because you know, um, if that thing, um, our hill is. You know, very, very steep. It's about a quarter mile. So if you um, if the brakes don't work, you're not going to stop unless you run it into the mountain or the cliff, yeah. um, which is what I would do. Honestly, if that happened, I would probably mm -hmm. stop myself. From, yeah. 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 Um, yeah. <laughs> um, but um, the um, yeah, I mean, the, the efforts. You know, obviously, I'm not the only one that did it. I mean, it took hundreds of volunteers um, literally over the over the years. Um, you know, we started off with this huge pop you know, from the news and, you know, some other stuff when they heard we were taking on the wolf and wolves and wolf dogs from Rocky Mountain Wildlife Foundation, um, you know, and um, and a lot of them we maintained. I mean, they've been here for years now and, um, you know, have, have put their heart and soul into the place. And, and those are those are our lifers. Those are, you know, the people that we call our pack. And that's where Pack 22 came from was, you know, the, the team of people um, that, that are within Mattersville that both care for the animals, but are dedicated, like truly dedicated to ending the 22 veteran suicides a day. Um, Paul, you know, your best friend, Paul Wedgwood and, and Randy Hansen, and, um, you know, we have them um, and everybody else, you know, I bet guarantee Andrew, you know, probably knows somebody that's been lost to PTSD suicide. Um, you know, all of us like literally have, have, um, are touched by this in some way, some family member or friend or, you know, best friend's brother, you know, we, we all are reached by this. Um, and if we aren't, and if you aren't yet, um, I, I, I hope that you never have to, um, I hope you never have to suffer the loss that you Marcus suffered when, when Paul Wedgwood, um, was lost. Um, it, it's a you know um, that trauma you know it's it immediately just transfers the second people hear that that somebody so close to them is lost that trauma just you know transfers right over is it the same no but it's trauma it's going to be a different kind of PTSD we just don't understand you know nobody understands that loss and um, you know and um, again pack 22 is is just so Again, they've all already been touched by it in some way to where they they will go, you know, hell and high, you know, hell and high earth to to you know stop somebody from, or you know, to be there for somebody that needs us. And and not only that, you know, um, the animals make pretty cool support animals in the process, you know, and um, you know. Um, People like Dave Childress, he was the Wedgwood Award winner. Um, you know, he would um, he would he would show up for anybody in a heartbeat, and and even. As close to he to to PTSD and suicide as he is and as he's been, um, you know, he's still not immune to to continued loss, and, and that's why this is so important. And and by that I mean he he literally uh, last month lost a cousin. Um, also, I think he I think he was also military. I don't want to don't quote me on that, but um, you know PTSD suicide and. Uh, you know, so even while in the program and, you know, um, everything else, myself, I lost another really close friend even after I started Mattersville. Figured he knew he could talk to me, he could come to me and everything else. And, and you know, um, it wasn't a military PTSD suicide, but definitely, you know, it was suicide. And, um, you know, um, so we, you know, again, we're, we're all reached more than we think and, and, and it's, and, and we're not immune to, to more loss. So, it's important that we start coming together, that we keep having these conversations, that we talk about Paul and Randy and, and Aaron and, you know, everybody else that, that we know that, um, you know, and, and telling, you know, and showing people um, that that pain transfers on and that, you know, that they're not, 
because um, a lot of times, you know, again, when it comes to suicide, people are, are literally think that they're doing the rest of the world a favor. You know, they've gotten in their heads that much that they think everybody else is better off. They're not. They're not better off. They're so much worse off without you. You know, I'm no better off than with without Randy Hansen here. Mm -hmm. I would love to have told a story. I would love to be fighting the fight for, you know, telling a story of survival. Um, you know, um, but, you know, we, we can't, you know, obviously we can't turn back the clock. We can we can move forward for the ones that are still here now that we know what we know now. You know, what do we do to, to come together and put an end to this? And, and starting with the 22 veteran suicides a day only makes sense because it's so prominent in our military. You know, whether, you know, you're just against suicide in general or, or, or PTA, you know, the 22 a day, you know, suicides in the military community. We've got to start, you know, addressing the suicide, you know, epidemic. And, and again, no better place to start than, than our, our, our heroes. And if we do that, we'll know what to do for the rest of the general populace. We'll be better at it. We'll be having the conversations and, and it won't be stigma. You know, there won't be so much stigma around it because we'll, we'll have seen success. And this program is showing success. I mean, we, we're, we're pulling people out. We're giving them coping skills. And even when they even even the ones that don't make it all the way, even the ones that leave, they leave with coping skills that they didn't have before. They leave with a little more knowledge than they had before, more trade skills, more ability to take care of themselves, more ideas about sustainability to where, you know, it's like no matter what, our, our, our efforts are are bearing fruit um, in their lives. So, you know, short term, long term, or we hope for the long term, fully sustainable on, you know, ongoing lives, tiny home living for, for anybody that wants to live that outdoor, you know, tiny home lifestyle. But... Um, you know, again, we've got to we've got to teach it and we got to live it. And, uh, you know, and that's why we, you know, we'll go out there and do the work, you know, trash, trash is trash is only a problem until you move it, you know, get rid of it. Yeah, it's so crazy. Give us some updates of like what, what everything's going on, you know, with current current things going on with matters. There's always stuff going on, right? There's always stuff going on. So give us like an update on locations. I'm sure a lot of people who are listening or viewing this don't know now about like where you guys have expanded off to as well. Sure. Yeah. I mean, it happens so fast. And, and then also those locations aren't open for business yet. We're actually in the, uh, we are this coming Wednesday, we have our USDA um, pre-license, you know, all, all the stuff before the inspection, um, stuff that we've been waiting on to start exhibiting at uh, Kansas and Florida. Um, Florida <laughs> was a mess last year. Um, it was actually the day after my wedding. I got married um, on December 28th, 20, uh, 2021. Um, and um, we, we um, December 29th, I was on my way to Florida because a whole bunch of puppies were about, or, you know, about to be wolf dog puppies, about to be born in the wild. Um, storms kind of, the hurricane or a storm was kind of, I forget, you know, which, what it was, tropical storm, whatever. Um, and uh, so we're like, okay, well, let's go get that mother. She's on the loose, by the way. So she's not just in some cage or anything. So, um, so we're like, all right, well, I'll come down. It was this big thing. Supposedly she was a, a rescue um, and she just lost control of the situation. Um, she was a breeder and she had totally lost control of the situation because she couldn't keep any of the, the wolf dogs in cages. So they were all over her property. What I thought was 11 ended up being like 40, uh, 50. And so, wow. um, so, um, uh, we went back the whole team. Like I was just like everybody. And, um, and then what happens? Like it catches on fire, not our property but the whole surrounding area. So there's this big fire emergency of like, you know, if the wind shifts, 
all those puppies are screwed. So we um, we sent the whole team, we called in some extra help and we built another rescue about 20 minutes from there in three weeks. An entire wolf rescue, wolf and wolf dog rescue, um, full size yard, all kinds of everything. Um, we recently we went back and put in the uh, Florida uh, Wildlife Center's required uh, double fencing, perimeter fencing. So we, um, after we did the whole rescue, we built another uh, perimeter around the rescue. So it's, I mean, super, super secure. Um, Talk about how tall they are. Cause like, they're not like a normal dog kennel, eight, right? They're eight, like eight huge. to 10 foot. Yeah. Eight yeah. to 10 foot fences. You usually want to do stuff like lean ins and, you know, like keep those raptors in the cage, you know? Yeah. Um, and it's, it's actually not a, it's, people think it's because it's like a safety thing. It's really, they're just the worst escape artists. I mean, wolf dogs, they, they can get out of anything. I mean, Even and the best. Yeah, they'll climb, dude, they'll climb um, 12, 12, Lady, our smallest one, climbs 12 foot fences and she'll just hop right, you know, like climb the corner and hop right over. So we had to eliminate chain link. We won't even use it anymore on mm. new stuff. It's crazy. Um, but yeah, um, but yeah, eight, um, again, eight to 10 foot fences, sally ports, you know, so that you go through one gate and can't, you know, again, we do all the preventative measures to keep them inside um but we do walk them and we socialize them we take them into town you know we take them to the people's tiny house festival that's like our favorite event every year for for obvious reasons because we get to set up our own yard and our own little it's like a complex know, really yeah. a little compound and a festival yeah. yeah and um you know you guys li literally gave us the ability to to set that up was uh, was such a cool idea because um you know um now that we're getting ready to start our coffee and you know some of these other things um you know again we're going to have uh, there's going to be more diversity not only that um sustainability we're breeding and uh we're breeding chickens and starting a whole egg production because of the the egg shortage we're um we're going to be looking for veterans and literally if they're able to keep um keep chickens in their pro on their properties or houses and, and you're actually able to do that in more residences than you think you know house with a yard you can put a chicken coop legally mm -hmm. um, but we want to start providing um chickens to where because uh, it's said that if one in five families hold three chickens um you know um, for egg production that that takes you know that it would eliminate uh, totally eliminate the egg industry um totally and fully so we're like okay well let's start giving everybody chickens it costs us almost nothing to um you know to reproduce our chickens so we're we just started doing it we've got about the first 30 will be done in about like 10 days and start giving people do some more production some more um and again trying to end this uh, food crisis for others, or the ag crisis at least, or at least make a dent, um, you know, again, in the veteran community. So, um, but again, it's just, yeah, I mean, we've got so much, when you talk about so much going on, I mean, I, I we would have to sit here all day and name it all, but the most important is, is the upcoming coffee line. I mean, mm -hmm. um, we've been pushing this for, um, Three years we were, we've been um, talking to our manufacturing partner and he, you know, um, he got us the best coffee. Um, I mean, hundreds of coffees um, and uh, we, we landed on the best. I mean, it's all organic, um, organic, um, even the organic hemp CBD that we infuse into it to, to it's what we call the wellness side of it. But uh, we kind of have a joke. We call it our self-care coffee uh, around the property already because, I mean, it's really hard not to be in a pretty decent mood after um you know because uh, we actually put double um double the cbd in our in our cbd coffee um as any of our competitors so when you when somebody gets a, a pound of coffee from us it'll have a thousand milligrams of cbd in it which is just unheard of um 
it's another one of those industries where I'm like, wow, it's just because of what it is that it, that it's pricey. Um, mm -hmm. When you know you go looking to buy, you know, as as the person you know that's that's looking for the wholesale now and that was looking for the best coffee and the best hemp CBD, um, you know, um, it it doesn't add up why a lot of these companies charge so much. Um, and even as a nonprofit, we were I was like, man, we kind of marked our prices up. And then I looked and we're, we're, we're still under, well under all these competitors. And the proceeds go to help our veterans, they go to help our staff, it goes to help our operations, it goes to rescues, it goes to all these different things. And I'm like, and and after the intended programs, there's there's still a little a, a little room um, for us to have like partnerships and discounts and stuff like that. Uh, we want to be able to send out coffee to our to the veteran communities and and have it available for them for wellness if, if we're you know when when and if we're able. Um, but it's um, it's really cool. We're we're, we're super excited because. Uh, we we got the first three coffees done: our French roast, Colombian, and Jamaican Blue Mountain, which is heavy heavy premium, like delicious coffee. And that's actually what I'm what I'm, what I'm drinking right over here. Oh, but nice. um, Jamaican the, um, Blue Mountain, I like it. <laughs> it's dude, they, and the craziest thing about this coffee, and I was never in the coffee you know world. I know what tastes good and what doesn't, but um, the Jamaican Blue Mountain, the entire world supply, ninety eight percent of it got bought by Asia this year. And we have no idea why. Um, I, 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 it was like Japan did it a couple years ago, and then this year I think it was China. Mm -hmm. And um, why, why they're they're they gaga about the Jamaica Blue Mountain? I don't know, but it is you know. And then once I tried the, the best because of course, the most expensive stuff was all that was left. And we're like, well, you know, it was my favorite coffee out of all the ones I tried, of course. So I'm like, okay, well. Yeah, we'll pay it. So we, we, we do have a pre, you know, there's a little bit more of a premium on, on the pricing for the Jamaican Blue Mountain, but I just like, I mean, it literally is has been changing my day. Um, it's uh, especially if you're you're one of those people that likes the coffee with mixers, you know, um, like lattes or, or yeah. stuff like that. Um, yeah, it's is such a out smooth, right now. Huh? Is it out right now? It's out tomorrow you tomorrow you guys are my announcement like okay. i mean i was like i can't do it anywhere this is a business right because believe it or not we're a nonprofit, right so everybody just assumes this is a whole tax-free venture right like mm -hmm. it's got to be right because you know 501c3 believe it or not there there's taxes involved in this we are going to pay taxes on our coffee line because um, we're, we're manufacturing we're having it produced and we're selling it so mm -hmm. um, it falls under what's called an unrelated business uh, income category so we will be paying you know taxes on this it is a business Business, if but the profits go to the, the nonprofit, profit isn't that part of the business though so right so then then there the would would so we have to track all that to show the exemptions right mm -hmm. and and so but and that's only if it gets used then towards operations mm -hmm. of of the nonprofit arm not reinvesting it back into the business because reinvesting it back into the coffee side of the business would then be you know and that's a business it's expense so it's a deductible mm -hmm. but it's not exempt right um, deductions and exemptions or you know again you fall into those different categories but mm -hmm. again so it was all stuff that we had to learn this is what was, what was these crazy setbacks that you run into we have we have phenomenal attorneys everybody thinks when I mention our attorneys that you know next comes a threat you know like because that's what how people throw their attorneys around mm -hmm. your attorneys should be protecting you like mm -hmm. ours do our, our attorneys protected us from uh, falling into that 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 nonprofit trap of thinking that we would be exempt in, in this business uh, venture right like sure. which could could ruin our nonprofit if we went into it, sold a bunch of coffee, and didn't pay taxes that that were due, or didn't 
um, you know, um, do the uh, file the taxes properly, even mm -hmm. right? Like it's uh, um, so you know the um, the fact that we still dove into this was you know again I was. Um, you know, a little nervous about that, but our, our accountant treasurer, Jenny, she's just, she was just like, okay, well then I'll just put in all the money at first. She was just like this when she tried the coffee, she was so, she was just like, okay, um, you know what, you don't want to risk the nonprofit. And since I'm doing the books anyways, she was like, I'll make sure that all this is separate. So we created this whole other arm. Um, and what was really cool was then all the team members then stepped up because like even from the veterans to everybody else, they're like, the more of this coffee we sell, the quicker I am to my house. Like, mm. can, you know, can I, do, does a percentage of what I sell go towards my house? Absolutely. So, you know, Dave, Jen, Laura, you know, all the, all the veteran participants there, they get to go and sell the coffee and a percentage, a very large percentage of the proceeds mm -hmm. go towards their house, nice. their individual house. And when it's done, if their coffee can go towards their day-to-day -day expenses, their weekly expenses, so they can keep helping with the nonprofit work. Mm -hmm. It's essentially going to provide them with their, their, their means of life, you know, like a job, except what they're doing is just being good in the world, you know, helping others. That's their job, helping animals. Like it's so, it's really cool. Like it's, um, I, I can't believe what we've structured here sometimes because um, it, it was tough to put, it was tough to show everybody the vision. It was tough to, you know, for everybody imagine, to yeah. see all these long-term goals and how then they're going to fit together. People are like, Jews selling coffee now? <laughs> <laughs> right. Wait, I thought they did wolves. Like, I thought I thought mental health. I, I actually had a friend, Araceli's, um, out of uh, Jacksonville Beach, Florida. Um, I just remember this like five, six years ago. Um, I was posting something about getting my mental health first aid certificate. And, you know, but I was talking about starting a veteran community and off-grid living and that I did solar and that I did this. And so she's just like, what did you get that certificate for? I thought you did, you know? And so, you know, she literally posted that on, on my thing. Cause I was just excited. I got, you know, my, sure. my upgraded certificate and, um, and, um, you know, I just sort of, uh, I didn't really respond. I just kept posting everything that I'm doing in my life. And eventually mm -hmm. she, it kind of clicked for her. And, and I ended up getting a letter from her talking about, you know, just, she's, you know, proud of what, watching what we're doing. She's always commenting on, you know, cause now it finally connected like the, you know, and there's still more pieces too, for sure. but I, I think now the the long-term vision is more that Marcus saw it from the beginning. I mean, you were one of the people that I was, we got to have coping skills. We got to have things for them to do. We've got to keep them building. Let's make them build their own houses if we have to, you know, mm -hmm. like, or the next person's house. But what, whatever we do, we got to keep them busy. And, and, and again, um, when you take the animals, when you take the, you know, the coffee sales, when you take the building, um, all of our, our day-to-day -day, uh, stuff is, is, is occupying, you know, it's occupying our mind, it's occupying our thoughts. And, and then it starts to, um, it starts to push, you know, cause we're thinking about the good we can do in those situations. And so it's pushing out all that bad, all that, you know, regret, all that, you know, um, like for me, um, 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 regret for not having done more for Randy when, when he was here not knowing what I know now, you know, and again, that, 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 that really eats aside, you know, eats you for the inside out, you know, um, as you go through life, um, it's one of those, those toxic, you know, things. I mean, again, uh, I was, I was thrilled to have, you know, had even, even as I was creating it, even as, as we were starting to build, I was still going through depression. I told Marcus mm -hmm. about that very early on. He, he told me the same thing, you know, and, and his was more recent, you know, Paul Wedgwood was lost more recently than Randy Hansen. Paul was lost in 2016. And so, you know, um, and, and I just remember Marcus's resilience being able to talk about it. I was like, man, he's 
because I, you know, I still tear up when I talk about it now. I just remember Marcus was telling me he was tearing up some, but I was like, man, he's way more resilient at this point already being that vocal about it and already like looking for ways that he can help. Because, you know, for me, I internalized it. And Marcus is more like, you know, his heart on his sleeve kind of guy. Um, you know, I, I let it eat at me for a while because I actually kind of, um, I don't know, felt felt like I was needed to punish myself a little bit for not being a better friend. This is, again, all, all stupid stuff that I was telling myself. Myself to, to blame myself um, but um, you know again I remember your resilience at the tiny house festival you told me it seemed like easy um, I know it wasn't but it seemed like it was easy and I was just like man I need to be able to get up and talk about this better like I remember you know I was kind of talking to you about it I was like I need to be more my heart on my sleeve as well because if people don't know that they are able to take action they're not going to sometimes and um, you didn't wait around for permission you sought out people looking for for ways to help uh, I wrote a program because I didn't find a way for that that I thought would have helped Randy Hansen um, and and everybody that's listening to either this podcast or or that's you know just runs into us in the day-to-day -day, they need to know that they can get involved Andrew you know with your you know bringing us on and, and getting us out here and and, and being able to you know, tell everybody, tell the world what we do, you know, bringing us on the first time. I mean, we had a big pop, you know, like of, of people finally kind of understanding more of what we're doing because, again, it's so diverse that um, people just think we just kind of jump into everything and it's really not it at all. We have a very, very, you know, specific set of, of things that we, we focus on at any given time, but we want to make everybody fully sustainable you know as best as we can whether you know again mental health financial nutritional you know all of it we got to hit it all mm -hmm. um, i don't think we've ever mentioned this but it's kind of interesting i don't even know if you know this andrew like do you know who we gave the first award to did we ever tell you who we gave the first award to I think so, actually. Yeah. I'm trying to remember. It was pretty cool because it was in 2019. And we, I mean, we only knew each other a couple months right. when we did it. And we just decided, like, if we're going to give the Paul Wedgwood Award, we're not going to tell the person who we're going to give it to. We never tell the person before mm -hmm. they get the award. Mm -hmm. But we give it to Paul's mom. And she oh, was, yeah, like, yeah. so jazzed to, like, see who the person was going to be. Mm -hmm. And then it ended up being her. So that was another tearjerker. Like, they're always yeah. kind of tearjerkers. She's one of the ones, man. I mean, again, you talk about uh, just the same thing. Um, you know, she lost her son, Paul. Oh, my gosh. You yeah. know? And, um, Obviously, I mean, he, you know, her, her kids are her world. Um, and, um, you know, she, uh, she turned her mess into a message. She went out there and, and again, she gets involved not only um, with us and, and making quilts for the veterans, but um, she's very involved with uh, his, his old unit, Paul's old unit, Dark Horse, yeah. you know, Three, and, five, um, mm -hmm. yep. and, uh, and uh, you know, she's, um, she's one of the doers, you know, and, and um, you know, whatever it takes. Again, she's one of the people that I know would, would show up if, you know, somebody was to call and say, hey, this person's in a bad way, they're a veteran, or, you know, probably anybody. I don't even think they would have to be a veteran for Helen either like that she would just she's got that heart you know and um you know again that's the um those are the kind of people that uh that definitely are are continuing to to change um the way people see mental health because you know paul paul i i don't even know i never i didn't know him but i know he wasn't crazy i know that he was hurting you know from everything everybody said he was one of the greatest you know people um but you know clearly he was hurting if he you know if he if he you know, let himself go like that. So, um, and, um, you know, Helen sees that in people, you know, I think we all do. I think that's why we, we do what we do is we can see, you know, all that good in the people and all the potential, so much potential and, uh, that, that we don't want to, 
to see that go to waste or people beat themselves up in that way you know um it's torture people will torture themselves no totally and one of the coolest things and it was just like a short stint of time but like so and i don't know if you know this because he never went to the property but paul's dog gus was actually at the property for an um, extended period of time and that was kind of cool because I, I remember going up there one time and he was there he was so happy roaming free he showed up with a bunch of green bay gear though like i keep yeah. talking to Helen about that but uh yeah. but yeah um gus was a great great service animal i mean he he uh the veterans when they first came in, you know, all the first veterans that, that lived there. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And he was a PTSD, uh, um, tagged service dog. So he, uh, he did finish his training. Um, it was, I, I believe he finished after Paul's loss. Is that I correct? So yeah, I think the time that's the timeline. And uh, I think, uh, but, uh, went to, um, you know, Paul's mom and dad and, uh, Gus is just such a sweet dog. Um, you know, they, um, uh, but yeah, he came and stayed with us for almost a year uh, and, you know, just really kind of helped integrate the first veterans. And then, you know, all the wolf dogs started coming in and, and everything else. And, and Gus was just kind of the house man. He, he was, he's, um, it's funny because Gus likes coffee, but he mostly likes it on your shirt. Oh. Um, <laughs> I think it was, you know, part of his PTSD training, you know, to, to do alerts when, when somebody's uh, daydreaming, you know, they'll, oftentimes they'll. <laughs> so if you're, if you're sitting around the kitchen table in the morning, you know, sipping your coffee and everything he'll come give you a nudge like right as you're about to take a sip and so yeah it's all over you yeah uh, that was my favorite thing about Gus he never did it to me um, you know <laughs> like I, I liked watching him do it to other people though it was kind of funny rite of passage if you will but yeah, yeah. Um, yeah but uh sweet dog I mean just was was there for everybody like I mean and um you know we still talk about Gus all, obviously all the time because uh you know um we when we go up to the sky pen and talk about Paul um you know the sky pen at, at Mattersville in Colorado is dedicated to Paul Wedgwood so I know you know that but this is for everybody else so uh but it's uh you know um the um yeah, the the opportunity to work with animals. I mean, again, whether it's a wolf dog or whether it's a German Shepherd or a Chihuahua, I mean, a lot of people draw draw good positive energy from from you know these animals, these empathetic animals, and and again, it's 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 reciprocal. I mean, the animals draw energy from that as well, especially the wolf dogs. You know, that's why we call it pack healing. You know, it's uh it's that process of going through it together. You know, the veterans are healing, the animals are healing, the land's healing. You know, when you take two hundred eighty five thousand pounds of trash off of it. Yeah, know. yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a good uh, a brand, good branding, I think. Uh, but it's also yeah. good for for the veterans and good for the dogs too. But I think that, like the 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 way you branded that is great. It's, yeah. This is a business podcast, so we talk about branding as well yeah. too. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it is. I mean, it's uh, again, it's so convoluted, right? When you've got Pack Twenty, you know. So we've got Pack Twenty Two. Um, we've got Mattersville as the organization. So. Again, super confusing. So um, I, I, I knew that going into. I had people tell me right off the bat. They're like, "You can't name your program this and your team this and your organization this." It's like I just did. You can do you it. Know, you know, but, but, but look at it. Look at it working. Um, you know, Heroes and Hybrids is the program. Pack Twenty Two is the team, and Mattersville is the location. I don't mm -hmm. see why it's that hard. Mm -hmm. um, and each, you know, and, and some people represent different facets of of this overall. But it's all one family. You know, um, we're all one pack. You know, but it's. Um, but again, the you know, again, the Heroes and Hybrids is. Like like when we'll be doing the tours and um, you know because you're gonna get tours from veterans and, and the animals and mm -hmm. pack 22 again it's the boots on the ground and these are the dedicated team members we we call them when something goes wrong and Mattersville is where we live you know it's the org it's the home it's the it's the heart mm -hmm. so 
talk about Mattersville. What what does that mean? Because there is a symbolic meaning behind the name Mattersville too. Uh, so uh, Randy Hansen, um, he was you know a big big punk rock fan. You know No Effects um, actually has a song called Mattersville. Um, but you know some of the some of the first lines were were so appropriate that uh, Matt Stokes, one of our other best friends back in Jack's Beach, he was the original co-founder, one of the original co-founders with me. But um, you know when he he was like, here, listen to this No Effects song, and and this is what we're gonna have to call this organization because again, it was just a dream at one point, right? It was still just a veteran community memorial thing that we were going to do at one point and um you know but he was just like this is what we got to do we got to do a place and then he's just like listen to the song so um there's a place some of us choose to live gated community cops can't come in a place for punks over the hill um um we'll spend our golden years in mattersville and uh so yeah it was uh you know so we were um you know and the whole song just kind of goes on you know um we could do whatever we want whatever we please there's always a keg of beer and a block of cheese um you know all this stuff so it's a uh, i was just like that's yeah, we're gonna call. We're gonna make Mattersville. So Do you we're gonna use make that this. on any TikToks. I don't use. So No Effects doesn't actually have that song available oh, on damn. TikTok. So <laughs> I've been dying for. It. I would literally use it yeah. nonstop. Um, but um, the um, you know, and I, I love No Effects too for the record. So if you know Fat Mike's listening, you know, hey. Um, <laughs> but uh, the. Um, um, you know, the it was it was the perfect name. Talk about branding, and 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 anybody that's ever uh, heard No Effects, you know, um, probably has that that a few of those lines memorized and and can immediately kind of relate to to um, the vibe we were going for, you know. Um, but we are we're all accepting. I mean, and any um, veteran, even civilians that need to come into the program and and want to come in to help and and to help veterans and everything else, there's there's a path for them as well. It's not the same. Uh, it's not the same path, but we. Um, you know, um, but we we don't exclude anybody from from being able to get involved or become a resident to you know as long as they're putting in um, you know the requirements um, and stuff like that. And of course, the veteran mental health side is is our focus. So um, as long as they're focused on that goal and that mission to come and come on board, we we take them as well. Because um, a lot of people do ask us, you know, do you take civilians? And it's like, well, I'm a civilian. Yeah. yeah. A lot of people <laughs> don't even uh, you know. Again, a lot of people forget that because I, I want to help veterans. Sure. Um, so they assume that I am one, and I'm, I'm definitely not. Would never claim that honor um it's it's first off illegal to claim that honor yeah. when you're not but um also inappropriate you mm -hmm. know um but uh yeah stolen valor uh, happens to these guys all too often um and we've had some people try and come into our programs even um mm -hmm. you know under false pretenses you know that saying they served and and then being you know um that they might have signed up but didn't get in or didn't get through um and and other stuff so you know again they they didn't serve they you know, again, the, the thought was there, sure, but uh, again, um, we, you know, we can't provide the veteran type of resources for, you mm -hmm. know, for them. There's, again, we have other programs for, for other things, and there's other ways in the door for other for types sure. of people that want to get involved. So it's, um, you know, stolen valor is not necessary. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah it's, <laughs> I'm um, glad to hear that, actually, because I've been watching a lot of YouTube videos of building cabins mm -hmm. in the woods. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I've been thinking about it. So, so uh, let's get it done, dude. All right. All right. I want to so, build my own little, little cabin. In the well, woods. we need to have our, we need our own you know communal podcast yeah. so oh, yeah, know, yeah. Like, <laughs> we'll have, to, we'll have to get you set up in this a tiny guy right here he knows I how to produce know. some can i build a treehouse and do the podcast in the treehouse so here's the thing okay. <laughs> a kansas property on the kansas river we are on the kansas river mm -hmm. 150 foot cottonwood trees oh yeah so yes 
And yes. I absolutely can. <laughs> and not only that, we want to do that. This could be a People's Tiny House Festival and uh, matters of collaboration. Yeah. Did Marcus tell you what I offered him um, to do? We could do in our Kansas property yet? No. Yeah. It's an offer. Uh, and I'll, I'll let you guys stay, you know, the, but I, we have 18 beautiful open acres of farmland right on the uh, Kansas River in Topeka where we're building our new community. We got two new houses going in in May. Um, but uh, we were, we were tied. I told him it would be a perfect location to get a permit for us to go ahead and just do another festival there in Kansas. Yeah. It doesn't have to be as big as the one here. I mean, mm -hmm. it's kind of hard to because the one here is huge. But, for sure. Um, people love coming to the mountains. Right. <laughs> well, of course, yeah. Especially van lifers and stuff. I, I think mm -hmm. I think we could I think we can get enough people lined up along the river to where uh, it would be mm -hmm. quite a, a beautiful festival. It would probably be the nicest tiny house festival in the country for sure um, and uh, you know be able to do some fishing right out of our tiny homes while people are walking through the houses and stuff that'd be cool um, but, Van uh, Down by the River Festival that's what we're gonna do Van that's what we're gonna do <laughs> <laughs> we got it we got it so there's literally a spot to drive right up the levee to do that mm -hmm. like yeah right I mean and it's our levee like I mean we the levee's oh, nice. yeah, our property yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm from uh, Kansas City and we, the Missouri River runs uh, across the Kansas City yep and so I'm familiar with that there's actually there's this huge like global festival that happens right off of the hmm. Missouri River it's called Dance Festopia okay uh, like p big they get, they get the biggest names you know they're awesome. the biggest DJs and it's right off the the river and oh, yeah. it's it's like I'm just imagining like people doing LSD and and, and jumping into the river and dying <laughs> um, <laughs> so probably gonna not do that kind of festival yeah, yeah. Well, let's do festopia that's what I'm talking about yeah, it's completely different uh, no I mean and, and that that actually you know that sounds like a good time but uh, that I probably would have had back in my back in my days but uh that's um but yeah you know more on the you know on the on the tiny home front again like yeah, this yeah. this could be this could be um that it actually could be really cool and it could be different um it doesn't even have to be that same footprint you know because uh um again this is this is where business ideas come from is like how do we step out of the mold that that everybody else is doing and, and I think you guys were right in following um, the van life movement as opposed to just the tiny home movement. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Because a lot more people are looking for that mobility, um, you know, the engine behind their home as well as the, the home, right? Because, uh, you know, anybody that's bought a tiny home then knows that the, the $70,000 truck follows it, you know? Right. Um, so um, it's, yeah, it's like how much does it actually save you in the end there for that mobility. Um, but if you're you're um, converting a bus or converting a van, again, pull it up to the riverfront. We want to do um, something like that. We're hoping for the North Carolina property, uh, since we actually have an option to buy this time, like of, of what we we're looking for. Nice. We're hoping to find something that's already zoned like a campground mm -hmm. so that we just don't have to do anything. We come in and it's just That'd like, nice. boom, it's like, here's a lot, here's a lot, here's a lot. Septic's all hooked up, you know, mm -hmm. that would be rad. So, so you guys are expanding and you guys are growing as a as an organization as a company. Mm -hmm. um, when you first started, did you imagine you were going to grow this? Was this the, always the plan? Yeah, um, yeah. It's uh, fifty all fifty states in twenty years oh, is okay. the goal. Yeah, nice. um, you know, or as long as you know PTSD suicide is an epidemic, um, you know, and mm -hmm. I don't see any magic pills popping out anytime soon. So, yeah. um, you know, the um, the reality is is that it's going to get worse before it gets better. Sure. And, uh, you know, in the current, current economic state and the current uh, 
political climate. It's getting worse. <laughs> it's getting much, much worse. I mean, it feels like it, a lot of circles will tell you that we're on the verge of World War Three. Mm-hmm. I mean, do people want to talk about it? No. But I mean, I think that's the reality that we're facing. I mean, this is why we're we're getting all our sustainability stuff ready, the chickens and the eggs, you know, mm-hmm. um, for, for everything. I mean, we're um, we're we're not oblivious. I mean, um, the um, the and if it does happen, then we're going to have more troops going overseas, and we're going to have more trauma, and we're going to have more stuff. The the scary thing is is that you know this will be a war that we're watching on Facebook and TikTok. You know, so nobody's going to be immune to it this time. Mm-hmm. And this trauma co- can seep through videos. Oh, trauma does seep through videos. Yeah. Like, um, I've watched the videos that I've been traumatized by. <laughs> well, uh, a very, uh, you know, a, a very, very great guy that I met um, through our work, um, Joey McNutt, his uh, um, his brother, um, Ronnie McNutt. Um, he's the one that uh, had the most viral video three years ago of uh, dying by suicide li- live streaming. Um, they took, uh, you know, a bunch of disgusting people took his videos and made it into like a GIF, you know, GAF, whatever they're called. Mm. Um, and, uh, you know, um, uh, of the moment of the incident. And it's just disgusting. And uh, Joey started an organization called uh, his brother, um, who's also a veteran, started an organization called Henderless 22, um, which, uh, again, they're, they're, I consider them allies. They're, um, mm-hmm. you know, he, he goes... Um, because Facebook didn't take it down. TikTok didn't take it down. None of these places were taking it down because they embedded it behind cartoons. So it was like this, you know, stitch of like this cartoon at first and then it leads to the suicide. Mm. And, you know, um, it's... That's fucked up. (laughs) It showed the world, it showed how disgusting the world can be Mm -hmm. um, in in those forms. And um, Joey and... um, and, his mom Elaine uh, McNutt, their their um, their resilience is is impeccable, incredible. Like I mean, to to be able to um, have to you know go and fight these social media companies and to take them on and to say you know this is this is really ridiculous, it's inappropriate. And um, Joey, you know, he puts his heart into to this cause. Um, he's been out to Mattersville in two locations to to help build wolf dog enclosures. He sees the value in the animals and the veterans working with the animals and keeping their hands busy. Um, but but, you know, again, like, yeah, it, it does. Trauma will pass through social media, um, especially when you're watching and it's somebody that you know, mm-hmm. um, you know, that's at war. I mean, because this is what happens in World War Three, where we're talking about future wars, people, you know, we're, we're talking about you're in Ukraine right now. Uh, it, well, if it's your buddy holding the phone, you know, um, and they're over there, you know, at war, because, again, what, what if the let, let's say, you know, China. Um, decides to come over here or anything like that. I mean, we're 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 going to be fighting China here. You think they're they're wait, waiting for us to come to them? We're not sending any anything over to China. So if they're talking about they're gearing up for war, where do you think they're going? And we're their number one enemy, you know, because it's an economic war. You know, it's it's basically you know presidential war is what it is. It's all these you know swinging d bags you know um that are that are just you know um are are putting us in this political war i mean because it's all about economics it's all about you know food and famine and and everything else and oil and energy um and and we're just getting sucked right into a uh, you know our politicians war um Mm -hmm. and so but you know and the politicians aren't going to be the one that are fighting it they'll act like they are but they're the ones with the pen in their hand not the sword you know the marines with the sword in the hand you know so, um, but yeah, it's, uh, you know, so we're, I'm worried, you know, mm-hmm. I'll say I'm worried about the, the future for our veterans. Um, will we make it to all 50 states in, in 50 years? I'm sad 
to say probably because there's going to be a need for us mm. to be in all 50 states within the next 10 15 years um, they're eventually going to be like yeah we need to go ahead and fund this because they're the only ones that are or not the only ones but you know some of the only ones that are doing anything we need to expand what's there because um, VA spent nine nine million dollars last year in un, unspent program funds for PTSD programs. I think that was just the state of Colorado. Well, here we are. We're not funded. <laughs> I could use nine million. Mm -hmm. uh, nine million would I, I think I could take care of every veteran in the state if they need mental health support. You know, um, I could probably also get you know um, several hundred homes for that that price. You know, mm -hmm. and get them all off the street, and then they might not have mental health issues. You know, if they're taken care of as they were supposed to. So, you know, it's all about, uh, again, there's, there's, um, you talked about the Ukraine money. I mean, my God, give me a fraction of an end homelessness for our veteran community at the very least. Let me start there and prove a model. Mm -hmm, I mean, sure. Jesus Christ, yeah, you know, you're giving all these people that want money, you know, that want money, you know. Um, I don't get anything. Like, I mean, I don't get anything about building any homes, neither do our volunteers. Give me a fraction of that budget. Um, Elon Musk had said uh, when because some guy said if Elon Musk gave you know eight billion dollars and blah 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 and so what did he, what did Elon Musk re responded to him um, if you can show me where the money goes and how it's allocated and blah 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 and track it and, and prove that to be true then I'll do it right now I'll sell Tesla stocks and I'll end homelessness you know for sure and the guy never came back with anything I would love to give Elon Musk a proposal. I'd love to give them a proposal. I'll write it up. It wouldn't even take that long. I mean, it's just numbers. It's literally just numbers. And I could put the numbers that it takes for us to do things and how cheap that is, multiply it by X amount of homeless, mm -hmm. and I could knock it out of the park for him. I will give him the numbers. I'll track it. He can hold the bank account. And just let me get, give me a card, you know, so that I can go get the materials needed. It could be all in materials. Like uh, all I need is some funding and some financing to, uh, to blow this out of the water. We could start doing it right now. $5,000 builds a Walden cabin with a bedroom for a veteran, $5,000, $5,000, super cheap. And this is a it, yeah. one bedroom with a loft. Yeah, we'll build it in two days. I mean, build one in two days, group of three people, um, you know. Um, really like that? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's it's that easy. I got 5,000 right now. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'll, I'll build you, so we got to put in a tree though. Oh yeah, 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 yeah that's yeah. right, yeah. Like, so, right? There's, yeah. there's probably gonna be some more braces and stuff for your, for your tree house. Um, but uh, a Walden cabin would fit in a tree. We've already done the math on that too. Nice. Um, no, we, uh, we, we thought about calling those tree house people um, to the Kansas property. Dude, you wouldn't believe it. I mean, there are acorns falling off the tree that you can fit in both, you know, both palms. Like softball sized uh, they're, acorns. It's insane. Are you they're, sure they're not walnuts? So there's walnuts too. Okay, guys. Gotcha. Yeah, we have both. No, it's it's crazy. No, they're they're acorns. You'll, gotcha. you know, like, uh, what is it? The rescue rangers. You know, it's we definitely used to have like the cartoon stuff. Kid, and we would we would throw walnuts at each other, like we'd have fun. Sounds like a painful make, game. Yeah, we would, yeah. Would, you know, I swear the squirrels do that in Kansas too. Like they're yeah. all running around the trees, and I'm pretty sure they do chuck them at people because yeah. uh, they come too close way too often. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> but we no this this is the first our first year where we had a fall where they were all coming out of the trees, mm -hmm. and um, we had to move our cars. We were getting them dented. Yeah, it'll, and, it'll mess yeah, your crap yeah, up. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, you you got to come see the property eventually. I think you'd really like it as well, especially because yeah. you talk about that rope swing into the river. Oh, so yeah, it's yeah. about a it's about a 30, 30 foot from the top of the bank, you mm -hmm. know, um, down into the water. It would be it'd totally be doable. We've been thinking about that too. That or a zip line. Yeah, a zip line would be cooler. That way we're like more out in the middle of the river. You know? Oh yeah, that'd like, be fun. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, there's nothing but a train track on the other side. It's possible. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. It's so cool. Well, maybe after the festival, we'll go over there. We'll make some time to go over there. 
Hell maybe yeah. go to his old stomping grounds and it, it's is it on route to Kansas City or yeah I mean so Kansas City is uh, like in the, Missouri yeah, yeah. yeah 30 minutes like to an hour yeah oh that's not bad at all yeah, right when he said oh Olathe yeah I don't know where that I was like okay he's from Kansas because like, <laughs> yeah. nobody knows where Olathe North yeah. is like well I'm from um, Missouri um, <laughs> right, 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 yeah yeah he's on the other side of the river actually yeah. I was born in Kansas so that it's, it's I don't know that's I'm cool. mostly from Missouri <laughs> you know you, you Everybody thinks the same thing when you hear Kansas. Yeah. Corn. Yeah, yeah. You know, like know, first thing know, that pops in your head is like corn, right? <laughs> like same thing as Nebraska, you're like mm-hmm. corn. Um, but um, being on the river, it's it's nothing. It's a whole whole nother world because mm-hmm. we, we have all the trees. We have, I mean, it's like yeah. we have a field too. And you can look and you can get the whole Kansas experience on one side of our property. And then you got this whole water world experience, you know, right on the riverfront and the other. You know, yeah, there's so. no mountains, but there are hills. Yeah, there's some rolling hills. I, uh, not not near us. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. As far not as far as we can see. Yeah, <laughs> but, yeah, yeah. but we heard that they're there. Yeah, uh, yeah. legend says if you go yeah. to the east. Yeah, well, Kansas um, City, it's pretty beautiful. Like it's yeah. got. You can do cliff jumping, you know, at certain yeah. places. You know? Yeah, low quarries. There's some mm-hmm. rock quarries and stuff too. I heard. Yeah, I wanna. I can't wait to check more of it out. Like, I mean, we're just always building when we're there. For we start, sure. yeah, bet, yeah. started with the three bedroom house that was uh, redone. Um, there's four houses that we have to tear down to be able to build four new houses. So, or it's three or four. Um, but God, such a beautiful property, man. You, you would really, um, you would really enjoy that one. Florida is also just about to finish up. You know, the, where as soon as the license is done, we can start tours. Um, and, uh, like that, that whole mess down there. I mean, rescuing all those 50 dogs and we got so many of them, um, adopted and um, got all of them spayed and neutered, which was like this whole endeavor. Um, but yeah, like uh, eventually you'll just be able to take a take a. You guys will be able to take a trip, and you're like, where's where's the matters villain in this state? You know, mm-hmm. are we close? Let's yeah, let's not get a hotel. Let's just crash one of the tiny homes. That'd be awesome. So, yeah, but, <laughs> I, I I like I like. Uh I like that idea. <laughs> well, it's the, you know, the it's part of the concept. You know, if you look at veterans, right, they are nomadic. They're naturally nomadic. I mean, they were trained to be nomadic. So when, you know, when they discharge, like the, the idea of staying in the same place all the time or, or the same property forever doesn't, doesn't, isn't always appealing. The roots aren't always ready to be placed, right? So, um, you know, so having nomadic roots is, is uh, kind of comes natural. So if somebody graduates Mattersville and they have a tiny home on wheels and that's their vision is to, to be able to go from place to place, then they will be able to go to every single Mattersville. That is not just the, the um, idea or an idea. Now it's part of the plan um, mm-hmm. for them to be able, because they know the rules at one, they know the rules at all, or they know the participation requirements at one, they know it at all, at all of them. It's mm-hmm. just who they're checking in with as far as the property director goes, which is just going to yeah go ahead and park it over there. Um, you know, here's your hookup. You know, and, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, that's awesome, um, man. Yeah, I think we're gonna start wrapping up here soon because we don't want it to uh, be too long. I've noticed yeah. if the episodes get over an hour, it takes me a lot longer to edit them. <laughs> no worries, no worries, <laughs> no, no worries. And I could talk for hours, so you know, sure, I think you learned sure. that the first time too. So, yeah. oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Except I think the first time you had Randog with you though. I know it was more about. <laughs> I mean, like I, I, I was. I called him. Yeah. I was like, "You guys want me to cancel? Do you, you want to cancel?" I was like five minutes from here. I'm like, "Do you guys want to cancel?" Because I didn't bring the dog or the coffee. I'm oh, like, no, I'm no, like no, good, the man. worst today. Because I wanted you to, um, but I, I, I really do. Um, I want you guys to to try it, and I hope that you'll you'll have your guests try it too. It's just you know a courtesy from us. Because uh, if anybody's nervous about an interview or something, give them some of that CBD coffee. We'll be ready to go. All right. Yeah. Oh, we'll be yeah, right yeah. as rain. Yeah. We're gonna thank so. you. But there's a coffee machine down the down the hall. Coffee machine. Yeah. Oh, we got to get you a Keurig. Is that what, yeah, that what I hear? Yeah, in here for sure. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. 
Yeah. Yep. Yep. Well, well, so now I'm gonna have to get in cost savings because this is a business podcast. But let me compare it to those three dollar cups of coffee that you dumpsters. guys have yeah. right there. Or were those five? There you go. Yeah. City coffee? Is this? Did you buy this in town? They have so a pretty cheap a place downstairs or oh. across the street. It's like four bucks, but oh, that's pretty good for down here. For, with podcast money. Yeah. So, yeah. so, <laughs> so um, our cost breakdown for our CBD coffee comes out to sixty two cents a cup, um, with five uh, about five and a half to ten milligrams of cbd in each cup that's awesome yeah it's, it's, it's incredible <laughs> yeah. like um because again when it comes out to that price i mean you're paying less than you would for a, a cup of gas station swill and again it's all premium organic i do just got to say that because we're on here it's it's premium mm-hmm. organic coffee and it's premium organic hemp like we did not you we didn't skip on the organic across the board yeah it was a little bit extra for that but you know, we want to know health, what's, you know, we want to know what's in it. You got to focus on the health. I mean, yep. you, you can't skip out on one thing if yep. you're focusing on health, you know, <laughs> yep. if we're talking wellness, we got to do everything uh-huh. right. So, so um, people can, by the time this is released, it'll be available. So is there a be. website? There is mattersvillevets.org. Um, go to our main website and there'll be, uh, there'll be some prom- promo stuff. I don't even know what the link is yet. Uh, KT is working mm-hmm. on it now, but as soon as that it'll link probably is around the homepage a bit, um, <laughs> I'm sure it will be, <laughs> At least for um, a bit. <laughs> yep. And, uh, you know, probably until this podcast comes out and then I think we'll just make this front and center because you know um, again you always do good work here you yeah, know I've yeah. been I've been watching a lot of your uh, I was telling Marcus I've been watching a lot of your interviews and stuff um, the guy that you interviewed recently with the recurring monthly costs and talking about keeping costs low for starting new businesses oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean dude if I like I just wanted to scream through the computer because I'm like that guy knows what he's talking about um, really he was just a great guest was, that, great, the, right? Ro- was that Robert Patton yeah, yeah. Um, he, he's a veteran and he lives in Woodland Park actually. that's what I was telling Drew yeah cutting out recurring monthly costs <laughs> And I just want to say this because now I'm on the same show. Like, yay. Yeah, yeah. Um, so um, cutting out recurring monthly costs was the only way we made it. Okay. As yeah, an yeah. organization, cutting out all of it, f- cutting out food costs, growing your own food, cutting, you know, again, the chicken and the egg. Um, we have our own water source on our properties, mm-hmm. you know, so we're pulling it from wells and we do storage and, and this, that, and the other. We eliminate every bill we can. Um, from heat, you know, wood burning stove, every bill we can mm-hmm. because when it comes down to it, we have the property and everything else. So if we don't have to pay bills, we literally are living for free. We're living the American that, dream. Yeah. And that dude fought for the American dream. So I love mm-hmm. the fact that he's also selling the American dream yeah. in a way that everybody should know that it's free. And he's good it at is. doing online sales. He has a very yeah. successful company, Sheath. Yeah. So uh, maybe that could be a good connection for you to talk to him about that. I, I, you know, I would just love for you to next time you talk to him, you guys, and you bring him with you up to the property. I think you know? we do Let's that. We pick him up on the way to Sedalia property, and we'll yeah. just do that. Yeah. yeah, we'll video, we'll videotape some of it. You could use it for the next time he comes on because I, I, I see that doing that guy doing big things. I really mm-hmm. do because he already uh, is. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I'm not bigger. Like I'm oh, talking yeah. okay. bigger yeah, yeah. because he's he's got the he's got the right mindset and he's humble with it all. Veterans like him um, are, are are the creme de la creme, man. They're um, they're good people doing good things, and and um, you know I I love seeing your guests on. Uh, you know, again, the uh, like him. There's a, there's a such good interviews, good show, um, and again, I appreciate you having me on as well, because uh, when I see people like that doing good work, it's you know gives me hope. You know. Well, thank you, man. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, I appreciate it. This that. has been such an awesome podcast. This has been great, man. And it's been awesome seeing your journey, like yeah. especially all the way through from where we were four years like ago. You got you I got married like on the way. It's just yeah. like it's insane because I was there when you met her. We're about to get married now too. Oh I my think. gosh, we're uh, not yeah, we're yeah, not yeah, we're yeah, not turning yeah. the table right now. You're gonna go to Italy, get wedding fever. Yeah, just remind him that I'm an ordained minister in Mattersville. We'll do the services free. She's a she's very sweet. Same name too. We got the. 
Danielle's. Danielle, you have a Danielle. Yeah, that's really cool. Um, we've got to have stuff having so much in common. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, unless it's the good stuff. Good stuff can we'll keep in common. common. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you got um, two, two business partners named Andrew. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, and that's actually, and, and he, you guys work or with nationwide. You work at nationwide with, with with nationwide expos. I used to work. I was their sponsor coordinator. I used to help, uh, you know, with the sales teams and stuff like that for all their stuff. I mean, again, there's there's so much crossover, and it keeps happening. It's it's ridiculous, but it's uh, again, it all leads to good things, and that's what I love about Marcus, you know. And and again, brought me here. I mean, he, mm-hmm. he led me to you uh, as well in your show. And um, again, it's uh, like it's uh, it's all good stuff, man. Um, like I said, you get the word out. And and um, it's hard to it's hard to articulate things sometimes or and you, you kind of you're really good at setting people up for how to get that out there you're you're getting good at it now too i think is rubbing off on you oh, so. yeah. yeah oh yeah <laughs> um but yeah i appreciate you guys having us on because uh, again uh, any chance we can to um invite people and 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 sh- uh, you know because that's that's ultimately what our goal is is to keep inviting people to share that experience with us to be able to come up and and, and visit with the animals when they can and um, volunteer if they want to anything that they need to you know keep their keep their um eyes on self-care and self-love and and um you know away from thoughts of suicide because um mm-hmm. again don't transfer that pain to somebody else let's let's get you you know let's let's put it into it let's or at least learn how to control it and and not let it control you so that's a good way to close it man thank you so much again for coming yeah, on thank you guys yeah right. this has been the cos business podcast and we'll see you on the next one Hey guys, thanks for watching the episode. We really appreciate it. And if they want to follow us for more episodes, where can they find us? Well, we're on YouTube if you want to watch the uh, video podcast. But if you're listening on audio, we're on every platform. Spotify, Spot- video on Spotify as well too. Uh, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcast. Uh, and if you would be kind, so kind to leave a review if you're liking the show, that, that would help us out. It helps us boost. It helps put us on more pages on the audio platforms as well too like on Apple Podcast or whatever, gets us in the categories and helps us get to that number one spot. Or number one spot in the business category is what we're aiming for. Absolutely. Well, thank you again for watching and we'll see you on the next one.